was talking about me and you was talking about my dad the other day. You right. know what I mean? And the shit that's going on with my, like, like keep it a buck, man. I ain't talked to my dad in like two years now. You know what I'm saying? And it's been hard as fuck because, like, I had to make a, I had to draw a line in the sand. You know what I mean? And it's weird when you have to do that shit with close family, let alone your own, like, your, your father and, or, and moms and shit, right? Right. And when that shit happened, man, like, I thought maybe a couple months and then we would talk or some shit. And then it got to the point where it was like a year. And then it got to a point was like, this is how it has to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what I mean by protecting my energy and shit. Like, that's the biggest thing I learned, like, throughout this whole shit. And like the last month, man, I've been reflecting like we did the pod, the last pod. And I thought we was going to take like a break or a week or two. And then like. Yo, one night I got a wild hair up my ass and I've made like a financial decision that could pay off and like things started making sense. And um, it was for like, it's just like I could see the matrix, man. Shit was coming together and I'm starting to weigh like what's really happy. Like we've been talking about like going back to work. Like it's not just comedy, man. Like my work, like they can want you back in buildings and shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? This is a world, a new world of remote work and telework and some places aren't going to offer you that. And now I see how much I need that, like as a part of my life, because I don't want to be in a building 24 seven. I got to be daughter. Yeah, I've been with my daughter. I spent every day of the fucking pandemic unless I had to do something work related that took me out of town with my family. No breaks. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like. I got to spend quality time and that shit just started make being it started really fucking with me, man, to the point of like, like I said, the shit of with my moms and my dad and my dad, you know what I mean? And that, you know, I don't fucking talk to them and just that's just the way it has to be. You know what I mean? And so and, and I'm gonna let y'all know, like, for real, for real, the reason why this shit happened was because my dad was struggling with my family and how my my family was coming together. And, you know what I mean? That's different. I can understand, you know what I mean, where people have to adjust, like a mom and a dad have to adjust to their kid's lifestyle and shit. You know what I mean? But you don't get to tell me what to do in my home. Right. You know what I'm saying? You don't, like, I'm a grown-ass man. And the man's, like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Come on, dog. Like, I understand, but you know what I mean? You get to a point in life where you got to be like, you got to set boundaries. You know what I'm saying? And the first time that I really set boundaries and I was like really principled about something like this can't fly because this is my life and this is how it's got to be. It just blew. It went sideways. Yeah, but it's for the better. Yeah, man. But it don't feel like that sometimes. And that shit is tough to deal with. You know what I'm saying? Like I was like, I didn't think this much like. I knew when like we we were starting to learn about LGBTQ issues and trans and just all of how much different that was to how I grew up and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And I brought it up to my family over time. Like this is what we're going through. And I can understand if you fucked up about it, I would rather us just be
be separate and we'll talk about it. And then when you feel comfortable, because we're not trying to push nothing on you, but also this is what we're going through. So, you know, you know what I'm saying? Right. Right. And it was cool for a little bit. And then one day, like me and my old man are very much like each other. You know what I mean? I'm a much more pure version of him. I've learned the good and the best of him. But my dad got some shit that I got some shit because. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. But that's why you go two years without talking, because you get you both are going to be stubborn about it. Not that you not the stubbornness is a bad thing. It's just what it is, what it is. And he's got his own issues. And you know, that's maybe one he of just, the things uh, that is hard to like when you start to really look at it. And I was like, yo, I can't live this dude's life. Right. You know what I'm saying? And he got his own shit. And when you get through your shit, my door is always open. But I got to take care of my shit. You know what I mean? But it's a weird thing to do as a 42-year-old dude to your fucking 57-year-old dad. <laughs> like, Nick, my dad is happy. I, was, I got 15-year-old parents. Like, I talk to Andy about this shit all the time. You know what I mean? When, if you was taking odds, <laughs> you said, hey... 15-year-old parents, they're going to have three kids by the time they're 20. What's the odds all of, of shit? Well, I mean, if you're taking odds, you're like, what are the odds they're even together by 20? Like, that's yeah. not good. That doesn't happen. You know what I mean? Like, most couples like that, they break up before the first kid is born. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's 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 scared. The man gets, or the boy gets scared and runs away. And you know what I mean? And he and shows up 10 years when later. your parents are like 15 years old, dude. You know what I mean? Like I can remember yeah. when my dad came home from a hard work of the 10th grade. Right. You just, <laughs> you're like, yeah, hey, what's up, man? He's throwing his book bag on the fucking table and cracking open a Sunday delight. Right. You got a juice box right next to him. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, man, I know. <laughs> it's fucked up out there, man. So and, yeah, yeah, he's he's missing some tools in his toolbox. You yeah, can't go. You can't do anything about that because I know I'm missing some tools in my toolbox. Right. You know, and I I took most of your tools. <laughs> right. So okay, like you got some shit going on with you, dog. It's not me. Well, some people too, and I don't know if the, I have never met your dad. I don't know his story all the way, but some people really just need conflict in their lives. It, it distracts them from dealing with their own problems. And I took that shit personally. People. So for him, he may have been in a situation where it was like, this is, this is too good. I'm going to create some conflict. Like, you and know, just you know as, as a pathology, like, not as a conscious thing. It felt like a move, like a changing of the guard. Like he has a very patriarchal way of going about this shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like just our family structure. That's the chief. And you the fucking chief tens. Right. You know what I mean? But the only time you taking over his spot is when he's dead. Right. Like, it's very much like that. You know what I'm saying? And like, for me, like, I'm, I'm up front. Like, I started really like having like growth, like around 35 ish. Like, I'm not I'm not this fucking dude that's been doing it my whole life. I've been a piece of shit. I've been trash. Oh, we know. You know what I mean? Like, it's well yeah. documented. I don't run away from this shit. You know what I mean? Just I, I've been recycled and they turned me into a playground. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm giving back, trying to give back to the community now. But I was trash. But 
where did I, I'm fucking all over the place. It's just like at 35, I started like this growth and things started making change changes in my life. And a big blunt, blunt, like the first time in my life that I did something that I wanted to do for myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and when I did that comedy shit, it blossomed and opened up the door. Not that because I'm fucking dope as a comic, I'm a fucking nobody. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know what I mean? I, that don't mean shit, but I, I, I did something that I wanted to do and I followed it through the whole thing. You know what I mean? That tap. I just felt alive doing that shit. You know what I mean? Like I talk with my wife and she finds it like it blows her mind that I'm where I'm at in my career and I hate what the fuck I do. <laughs> on oh, you mean my, your day job? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not that it's the job is trash or whatever, but I never grew. I never dreamed that that's what I wanted to be. Right. You know what I'm saying? I was a fucking 17 year old kid that took whatever fucking job they gave me in the military. And I just made it fucking work because I'm a fucking survivor. You know what I'm saying? And I'm a bit of a fucking perfectionist overachiever. I, I have the Jordan gene. I take shit personally. I got to find, I swear my soup, my villain. Oh, you create, you create uh, conflict. I, cr I create conflict. You get excited. I, I don't, I, yeah, don't fuck. I like, and I take conflict like straight on. I always thrive in high pressure situations where I struggle is where the world, when the world is quiet. Right. You know what I'm saying? And people don't understand that shit. You know what I mean? Like I'm at a weird point. I, I'm grateful that I have a great job and shit's lined up and shit like that. But I've been wearing a fucking, you know what I mean? Like a clown makeup for like third, almost 30 years now. I thought you were going to say a robe with no shirt on. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, man? <laughs> like that imposter syndrome wears you the fuck out. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm going to be 43 and I'm just like, I'm this shit. I'm not about this. You know, you're going to be 43, what, six months or so? September. September? Yeah. I mean, that's not, it's easy for me to say. It's not that old. You know, well, well, I mean, oh, we talked about this too, though. You you don't think you're going to live very long, so it is old. It is old to me, man. <laughs> it's a big constant thing that runs through my brain. Like, yeah, it's hard for me to push my, like, anxiety and push people to understand how I think and what I go through in my head, but, and I know people who really been through some shit probably understand what I'm saying, but like the moment that like uh, my major PSD PTSD is from my like childhood trauma. And the moment right. that it happened, a clock started for me. Right. You know what I'm saying? A clock started for me. I could just, I saw the world with, that was it just had a timer on it i don't know when it's going to go off but that's the way my brain operates so when right. i'm dealing with anxiety little shit doesn't isn't supposed to be that big of a deal but if you see the timer in your head at the same time it could just drive you nuts so you do you feel old though like do you i, I mean do I do very much so, man. Like you can't like stress is like putting your body through a fucking battle. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you're beating yourself up on the inside. 
I've been stressed since I was like fucking nine years old. Right. A lot of people don't understand that shit. Some people do. The ones that do, I feel for you. You never picked up like the stress kind of habits? Like you didn't start smoking cigarettes at any point? Did you ever smoke? Like in high school or anything? No, no, man. No. Uh Uh-uh. My biggest thing was I would shy away from conflict because I would get incredibly upset. Right. You know what I mean? But anything that I do, I would just go like head on at it. You know what I mean? Because I was angry a lot. You can't carry anger with you. You know what I mean? It it scrapes away on the inside, dog. See, I'm like the least stressed person. <laughs> yeah. And that's why we, we're be- great together because we're yin and yang. Right. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it makes perfect sense. Like a lot of times, dude, at my where I'm at in life right now, maybe the picture probably says a thousand words, what we're looking at on Zoom. Like, you know, when you're watching Hulk and he's fucking with Banner and Banner's just like worn out. Right. And like, he's just like, I don't want to do this shit anymore. That's me. That's how I feel. I've been that big monster. I've been the big lovable monster. But then I've also seen that like go the other way and that rage and just destroying shit around me or destroying so I can, you know what I mean? Fuck with myself. Well, you know what happens in comedy a lot? is people feel like everyone's got their own monster. I mean, not me necessarily, but you know what I mean? Um, a lot of people feel like I need to keep that guy around because that informs my comedy. You know what I mean? And my comedy don't. comes from my frustrations or from you my don't. anger or from my You know my what I mean? Anxiety. Like the big guy, I carried the big guy with me for so long that I can't, like it's, it's not like I know I'll probably have moments where it pops out, but to carry that shit with me. Right. There's no point. It, it's no need for it. You know what I mean? Like even I'm look like a, I feel like a smaller version of myself like that's been fucking with me. You know what I mean? But then I'm I'm with my daughter like 24 seven. And I find out oh, like this gonna this could be a thing where like you had a daughter and it made you soft. It's, I'm soft <laughs> as fuck, man. <laughs> And it's just like, and it's just my whole family in general. My son is going away. He's, he turned 18. He's graduating this year. He's finalizing his last couple steps. And now his fucking journey begins. And I'm fucking, I'm, I'm happy and I'm devastated. You know what I mean? I've been thinking about this shit the last couple of weeks. And here I go. I start crying like instantly. Soft. Soft as fuck, man. (laughs) Like in this Wait, last, so in, in are this you worried? Because, yeah, man, I'm worried. That's it. Are you worried because Stop. you, you ain't gotta haven't say given him? Else. I'm worried. But is it because you haven't given him the tools? Do of you course. feel like it's on you? Dog, okay. I came with so a you're... limited toolbox. So like you're going to have, you know <laughs> what I mean? I'm trying to expand, but I, you know what I'm saying? And now oh, you got those fucking that. Walmart tools in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you didn't get the best shit. And and that's another thing, like trying to figure out this part of my life and and letting go of that. You know, what I mean, he got to live his life and got to do his thing. You know what I'm saying? And make his mistakes and make his mistakes. You know what I mean? And my biggest thing for like all my kids is, number one, I want you to do. Whatever you got to do to do the thing that you want to do. 
that thing that makes you happy, search for it, find it. My whole goal as a parent now is to make sure you can get to that as if I, in any way that I can help you. Even if it doesn't make you proud. Yeah. Because that's what parents want. Yes. Parents yeah. Want I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. That, I think me and you were talking about that the other day. You know yeah. what I mean? I think that's where a lot of like the shit with my parents and shit came. Conflict too was that for my, a lot of my success was their success. And I understand what they're coming from. My parents did sacrifice. They helped. They tried to do as best as they can, but they were limited in what they could do. But there comes, right. a, you know what I mean? My success has nothing. You know what I mean? You can't live through me. You know what I mean? I I made these cookie cutter decisions because I just wanted to fall in line with whatever that that trope was, whatever that, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. And when I made that line in my sand, like to go back to my dad, I was just like, yo, in my house, this is the way it rocks. And I'm all about that love and that positivity and shit, man. And if you can't fuck with it, I can't fuck with you. Period. And I ain't never talked to that dude again. Yeah. Now, will you ever, though? I don't know, man. I don't know. And that's here's the one sh- thing that happens. Is, or you can hold, I mean, you and your dad both are uh, expert grudge holders, I'm assuming. Fuck yeah. Um, yeah. So that can, you know, you can hold that grudge forever, whatever. But whatever you want from him, you might never get and you either have to say, okay, I hold this grudge forever or. But Andy, I got to stop you there, dog. I got to stop you right there. Cause I think I fucked up too. I let you go too long with this word. And then you ain't no disrespect and you didn't, it's nothing that you did, but this ain't a grudge. Yeah, I mean, it's a stand-in word. I know I know the situation. I don't want to reveal oh, too no. much So on the to make the situation, like, like straight up, he wouldn't accept okay. who my son is. You know what I mean? Like, at first it was okay. He's kind of religious. And then he, like, and then one day he was just like, yo, straight up. And it was like, it's this thing of like this bullheaded, patriarchal, machismo type shit. Like, he was like, I told him something make a long story short. And then we started talking about my sons and he was like, I'm not going to use his pronouns because you know what I mean? Jesus Christ, superstar, blah, 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 blah. And I had to, yeah. And he misgendered them. And I had to stop him right there. It was like, listen, number one, you didn't even have to say none of that shit. You said it because you wanted to pull a line in the sand. You know what I mean? I wasn't forcing you to nothing, but now I know about you. Yeah. Okay. And then I had to prepare my family to be like, yo, this is how he is. I seen it. I'll be doing a disservice if I didn't tell my wife and my sons and you know what I mean? Like this, what's going to happen? I can't, I can't fucking rock. Brace yourselves. And and then he, he kept fucking up. He just kept fucking up. And then what I was getting at though is, but it's not a grudge. Like, well, no, it's not wait, a. Gr- I mean, I didn't no, want to say what I didn't want to say your business I mean, without. Oh, no, no, no. I, you know I, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's no. why I'm clearing it up. Because, yeah. you know what? There's some shit that people going through. So fuck it. And. It's not a grudge. It's a way of life. Dog, this is how I live. Right. This is my son. I accept my son for who he is. 
and whatever he needs that I can help him with to be the man that he wants to be, that's what the fuck I'm going to do. Because it's taught me so much. I've seen it up close and personal. For me to allow that bullshit, I would be a fucking bitch about it. I couldn't do that. You know what I mean? Right. I just can't. They ain't nothing. You know what I mean? I just, nah, man. If I got to be the first, you know what I mean? I show them that dudes ain't trash. Right. You got to work with some people. I talk to him, my, my son, Chris, all the time. You know what I mean? We And when we have talks and shit and I'm selling them, like, give people a chance. People got to grow. I used to be trash. You know what I mean? Former but also, trash. yeah, don't accept bullshit from nobody. Right. Because being decent is the most minimalist shit that you can do. Don't be bringing Jesus Christ Superstar and all the other shit into it. It's about you. There's a fundamental flaw with you. And until you fix that, I can't fuck with you. Because well, Jesus that goes back a, a little bit. Yeah, Jesus ain't an excuse for me to go out of your way to be a certain way to people. That's your shit, dog. I can't right. fuck with it. You know what I mean? I just can't. And if you can't get over that, like I said, I don't hate you. I just can't fuck with you. And it sucks well, and that was, you're my was, fa- you know what I mean? You're my dad. Yeah. But I just can't. What my, my what I was, what I was getting at though is is is, is it's what can happen in these situations is you don't get him obviously copying to what he did. You get like a little half apology, half acknowledgement, you know, something like, nah, well, dog. both sides made mistakes. It's zero you know, like, hundred on this shit. Either you can or you yeah. can't. Listen, man, if you really want to support somebody, and this process and everything that there's going through, you got to don't waffle. You yeah. can't. They've been through it. They go through enough. So to right. accept that thought process on anything, dog, is bullshit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He he may at some point ask you to accept. And a, I'll a say, half, I can't fuck with you. Meet me halfway. We both no, made mistakes. They ain't no halfway and, you know. on this shit. Right. Listen, man, per- people's personal happiness and just being there for the people that you care about and just keeping the bullshit away from them, that makes you a good person. Because to go out of your way to not want to be informed, to misgender, to judge, is something about you. Right. You're the type of person I don't want to be around. So just because you're my family member doesn't mean that you have that I have to tolerate that bullshit, because if somebody else was talking to me and they told me. The shit that I'm going through, I'd be like, you can't fuck with that. You got to tell your dad you can't fuck with him. I'd be a hypocrite. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And I'd be a hypocrite. You've told me that shit. We've talked about our shit. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, no matter what you do, the parent forfeits their access to you. It's not it's not your problem to fix. It's fucking so exactly, dog. He, for, he forfeited. And that's been tough so as fuck for me to deal with. 
Yeah. And like, I think it's, I've been really super emotional about my son and shit and like seeing him go along his way. But I also know that I'm a lot different that my son knows I support him 100%. I'm going to be here for him. He can come back. It's none of this. If you fail, it might happen. But that ain't right. a reflection on me that I got to take out on you. You know what I mean? Because life is hard as fuck. And I don't want him to go through life thinking he can't talk to me about shit because he doesn't want to look a certain way. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's the same thing for my other son, Chris, who he'll be leaving and going through his own things next year. So what? Wait, so your one son is is graduating. So like the boy is leaving this year. And then next year, Chris yeah. leaves. So they're about a year apart in age. And right. my son Dominic leaves. And it's looking like right now that my seaman might become a seaman. And I thought it was going Coast Guard. And he's going Navy. Going to Navy. It's looking like that's how it's going to be. And Interesting. A lot of shit, too. Like, it's the last couple of years with me and my son have been tough. Parenting is not fucking easy, man. I fucked up. He's fucked up. It's a That's one of... My son is like one of my strong is my strongest relationship because that's the dude I grew like he really saw me grow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we've been through a lot. It's been hard. You know, what I mean, we're going to have a different relationship, father and son, than my other kids. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I got custody of my son when he was three years old and dog, we have been on our own since then, pretty much. And no disparaging to his mom, but she been in and out of the picture and shit. Not really. She ain't really play. He got issues when it comes to that shit. Yeah. And that's tough. And that's and what I try to tell him is like, this is why I talk about shit like this openly, is that if you got shit going in your life, you got to talk about it. You got, it'll got to make or sense. Or one of day it. you find out you're 57 years old and you got the same problems. There you go. You've never resolved about yourself. Say that again. That's I've said it before. Like, you know, you get into your 40s and 50s and you haven't dealt with those issues. You're just going to be, that's going to be you forever. Just pushing people away and making the same, repeating the same mistakes over and over again. Not, not getting any new tools. You know, so the sooner the better on that shit. I've seen it and we've all seen it, especially in comedy. You see damaged people. And yeah, but being them, damaged don't give you a right to damage other people. And that's what no, but I'm saying you see and them like not, I said, not address yeah, it. Yeah, nothing. And I understand you know? that too. But and I even I have. I've been I'm damaged as fuck. You don't think I have them hurt people? Of course. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then vice versa. But that don't give you a right to keep doing stupid shit. Right. And just having basic decency. People go through enough in life that you got to take it one step further and make people that you don't even know make them feel like shit so you can feel better. Dog, you got to get the fuck away from me. You got to get the fuck away from me. In real life, if you were somebody else, I would have fucked you up. Right. Serious. You would have been in a viral video uh, fucking somebody up. I'm dead serious, man. <laughs> you don't see a lot of viral videos with uh, 
a son beating up his father. You don't see that. You see people at bars, clubs. There's no world star category for... Uh, oh. <laughs> like, dog, you know how weird it is to know, like, if... Like, we we would be dudes that would be face-to-face. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I just... Did you ever have that moment with your father where you were like, you're like challenging if, to a fight? Oh, like if I would have stayed in New Jersey, I would have whooped my dad's ass. <laughs> really? Like what? When you were like 20 years old or so? Yeah, because ev- eventually we would have had that. Like I would have been like I can. My brother was a bit like that. You know what I mean? Because he stayed home. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he'd been through his shit. But like for me personally, with the rage and shit I had. And then I, I would have in the mat and I wouldn't have been home. I would have just probably been growing up on the streets or I've just been having my own place. But eventually, yeah. And also, since he's only 15 years older. Yes. He wouldn't be old enough to have developed old man strength. No, he wouldn't have. You know, he would have been like 34. He would have been 19. That would have been very unfair. I would have had to whoop his ass. And he's told me a bunch of time, I'll whoop your ass. Yeah. You know what I mean? When I was younger. And yeah. I left home for a reason, dog. I never went back. Not saying I it's not a house of horrors, but I knew that that wasn't a place that I would ever become anything. Right. You know what I would have became? Probably the, you know what I mean? Just where I was at in life, I would have just been like, yeah, he had 15-year-old parents. That's why he's fucked up. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, you would have started a family at 21. Yeah. I mean, I started at 20, what, three, four. Didn't take me long to fall for the, yeah. you know what I mean? Open my heart to the first person that I connected to pure pain. <laughs> we were just, we were two broken ass people. And like, I was fucking high through life, you know what I mean? Picking nice, happy people to cover for right. my shit. And I hated them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I'm like, <laughs> I can't live this happy life. This is fucking crazy. I need someone boring, broken. It makes me want to break things. You know what I mean? And that I'll, you know what I mean? And I found her and Adams Morgan and Adams Morgan. Yeah. We met an Adams Morgan in a McDonald's son at the McDonald's or at a McDonald's. Yep. Wait a minute. You walk like she wasn't working there. She was a customer. No, nah, man, I met her on like, the, I think it was like, uh, it was like a Latin website called like Mi Gente or some shit like that. <laughs> and you said you, so you met up at McDonald's. Yeah. And we met up at McDonald's and the rest and is as, That was your first date was McDonald's. I don't, I think I just met her at the McDonald's and then we like went on a date and then, then we just, then I had this stupid motherfucker in my basement. That's how he came apart. <laughs> You bought her like a hot fudge Sunday, and that was it. <laughs> no one's ever been that nice to me before, dumb. <laughs> I see a, I see a future. Yo, can we get two fries? <laughs> yeah, you peel off the little game sticker. Whatever whatever I win, That's it's yours. It. Oh, look, you got a railroad. I got a railroad. You're my girl now. <laughs> we go together. Let's go walk up and down Columbia Pike or Columbia Road in D.C. Yep, man. That's what happened. Then I got what custody of this son, this motherfucker when he was three years old. Not sorry, singing Miss Jackson. I was like, forever? That would have been like 20 years ago then, right? So, because your kid's what, like 17? He's 18. 
2018. So like 21 years ago. So about 2000. No, I didn't know her that long. I mean, I was dropping oh, bombs oh, okay. like right okay. in the beginning. So like, so, so like, like oh two, like he was six months into the, the relationship. No, not even. I think it was like three months, three to six months, something really? like that. Yeah. One day you bring home an apple pie and she's like, oh, wow. <laughs> Guess what? I got an apple pie in my oven. <laughs> so we're like, oh, this is post 9-11. This is like 02. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. The reason why I met her because I came back was because of 9-11. So I came yeah. back to the area to do some work because of 9-11. You could have been walking past some open mics in Adams. I think there were a couple around 02. I was, I was worried Adams about Morgan. comedy, dog. I was worried about protecting our country and getting pussy. I deserve it. I saved America today. I saved America. Suck me from the back. <laughs> it's fucking. Yeah, I think oh two. I think the DC scene was expanding a little bit. Like it wasn't really that big, mm. but I think there might have been an open mic. You might have walked past. Dude, I lived I mean, in you, a Marriott you, for like a year and a half, right there. At you were Tyson's staying down Corner, the street from Wiseacres right for like all that time. You could have. See, come I probably would have beat out. you up if I would have met you back then. So you didn't want to be my friend because you would have said no some robot shit, dog. You would have got on my fucking nerves like eighteen years ago. Stop. Like I'm really I'm being yeah. Your analytical little robot shit. I would have saw your snarkiness from a mile away, and I would want to. No, you would have said. You would have said, man, this guy is fucking hilarious. No. I'm going to go pick his brain. I, especially because I know you would have fucked, and you'd probably do that <laughs> type shit when I said something, <laughs> or you would have fucking like made a bunch of other comics laugh, and then I would have took that shit personally. Oh, I, yeah, I get it, because you would have been like, you're the trash talker, and I don't, I don't seem like a trash talker, but I can hold my own. And then I would have co- had a comeback that would have really uh, stung a little bit. And, and then I would want to fuck you been up it. eternally. Yeah. No, no, no happy meals for me. No. <laughs> <have> been over. <laughs> no inviting you to the McDonald's on the, in Adams Morgan. You could have fallen in with our crew. You could have you could have come out to Silver Diner after open mic night or go over to Mr. Smith's and play darts. Dog, I would whoop my dad's ass. You don't think I will whoop your ass? <laughs> come on, man. I'm just going, I can't I'm not, believe I, I said that on the pod, record. but shout out to all the people that y'all know what I'm talking about. I know some people out there be like, yeah, I almost fought my dad. Some of y'all fought your dads. I know you did. No one ever said I almost fought Andy Klein is what I'm saying. I think I have. It might but be I'm the saying if I'm fighting out. Pops, I'm fighting you. <laughs> I don't know that you'd want to fight me back then. It's possible. I mean, you know, there were definitely some people that thought me and my little group were pricks, but they were just Oh, jealous. I would have fucked you up. <laughs> What, waiting outside the comedy club? Yeah, I want to bust your shit. I mean, I could have helped my own. I would jump at my Dodge Neon and driven away quickly. <laughs> my two-door Dodge Neon. I would have grabbed it and put it in my pocket. Especially when I was a big fucking <laughs> monster. Oh, my God. Oh, you're one of those guys. Yeah. Those super soldier types. Yeah, dude. I was super soldier. I was definitely super soldier's type. You would have been all day in the gym. Yep. That gold's gym. Uh, remember the gold's gym in Tyson's corner that was above the porno shop? Yeah. Above uh, Night Dreams. Yeah. Night Dreams. Mr. Smith. Okay. So that's right I across the lady in Night Dreams that, before. 
If in Night Dreams. Yeah. Wait a minute. How where where in Night Dreams? Night Dreams is a little sex shop. Yeah. It's still there. I think. In the back of Night Dreams. But I mean, like, is there a room where you like you pay to go back there or did you no, just go back no. to the I girl? just I just went back there. No, with the lady that worked at Night Dreams. Oh, I thought you took a girl into Night Dreams. No. Cause I was working okay, so out in the gold gym upstairs. Right. Cause remember you used to buy okay. like porno tapes and shits from stores still like that was still yeah, the night dream sold, sold like uh, sex toys and, and videos and, and, DVDs. and all that other kind of yeah. stuff and gag gifts. So you get like gag gifts there. Nah, dude, yeah. I'm getting jag gifts from in there. So, but you went in there after a workout, like all sweaty. Yeah, man. All and I got like up. some, like they used to have like a bin, and there was like, oh, like I get like three DVDs and shit, like Bootylicious this or some other bullshit. Like the discount porn DVD bin? Yeah. I'm just, you know what I mean? Then I burn them and put them on my laptop. And then you return and, them? Yep. And then. <laughs> <laughs> but so this woman was working there, she was an employee of Night Dreams. So and she was like, it was like late at night. There's no one else in there, basically. Yeah, and I had to stop using that Gold's Gym because of that. Why? why? Because so of that? she was fuck the lady that's near your place you like to work out, because then you'll never be able to work out again if shit goes crazy. Because she might, because you know, she's gonna come looking for you. Yeah, because I never called her back again. But how did you pull that? Like you started hitting on her while she was ringing you up? No, she like was. I was. Beats? I was <laughs> How do you? Everyone hits on her, probably. I would assume. So how did you pull that? Like, what was your move, dog? I was just PRS one, dog. That's a, I don't know. Like, it just kind of shit. Like, okay, because when you're in a sex shop, dog, you don't like you're in a sex shop. So if you're like not a right. dude that's like in sweatpants with a little pre comma in the front, like, and you can hold a conversation, it's not fucking hard. Cause I'm not okay. like this fucking Adonis dude or shit, but I was jacked up then and I'm in a fucking porno shop. I'm looking at porns. I don't give a fuck. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. They got the pocket pussy. They got all that shit. I'm looking at that shit. I don't care. The only thing I could right. ever want to buy was like the butts. <laughs> how the fuck did we get on this conversation? I was talking about what, uh, cause I want to know how I mean, we were talking about wiseacres, but wait a minute. But I, what I, I, I don't, I mean, I don't understand how you were like. Did she flip the open and close sign around no, on the door she and was lock like it? Flirting and shit, man. Okay. And like we had seen each other before, because remember you had to walk past it to go up the steps to go upstairs. Yeah. Goals. Yeah, yeah. So Mr. Smith was right next to it, yeah. which was the bar we would go to after the show. Yeah. So yeah. you would walk past it, and I would see her the working that particular shift. I'd see her a lot. You know what I mean? Because that was the time that I would go to the gym and shit. So like right. one day I just like I had gone in there before and bought some shit and just was cool. And then the other yeah. day, I, I the other day, the <laughs> another day I went in and I, I think it was I was trying to buy one of like those like fleshlight type joints. OK. And and you start chatting up, chatting with her. And then we started chatting it up and shit. And she touched my arm and. I don't know what it is, but if she touched my arm, then I'm just like, I don't know. I think we're getting. Is she giving up? When she money? touched your arm, did you did you like flex? No, you I was just like, 
Bam, I had this shitty dragon tattoo on the arm she touched. So it was real bro-ish and right. trashy. But she was trash, too. Come on. You f- I fucked you in the night dreams. But then did she, Stop. like, lock the... Did she close the store temporarily? Is that how it how No, that because no... That's what it was, too. It was the... The... <laughs> you know, I told you it's the adrenaline rush of crazy shit with sex that has always been a part of me. You know what I mean? Like right. We talked about that shit. So, like, and when you're, again, I know this is crazy. I'm giving you inside baseball on sexual abuse survivors. <laughs> like, for me, as a sexual abuse survivor, like, the kinky shit, the crazy shit, the shit that makes your heart go, that normal people won't do, I want to do. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, nobody really comes in that joint, but I want to, let's go on the back. And, and she was down for that. Yeah. She got off on it too. But that's how you were like, look, this is, I mean, I got to tell you like, this is, this was good. It's not golden corral. Good, <laughs> but it's, it's top five public establishments. And <laughs> sex with a girl. <laughs> it's not diaper changing station at golden corrals bathroom. Good. But what could be, you know, but and then oh, I wait, my name's Dominic. <laughs> What's your name? Doesn't matter. I can't remember. <laughs> of course you can't remember. Why would you remember that girl's name? Oh, you had no. to change gyms because of her. I did, man. I was so upset too, because that was a gym like a lot of bodybuilders and like shit would go to, like famous ones. And they were cool as oh, shit. Really? Yeah. So you could get like good ass training sessions in there and shit. There was this dude named yes. King Kamali. He used to work out there. Is he a that, bodybuilder or a wrestler? Yeah, he was a bodybuilder. He was a bodybuilder. You probably saw okay. him like back in the day in the fucking meathead homoerotic magazines. Right, like, like muscle and fitness. That's what always freaks me out about dudes. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> is that I do not understand homophobia anymore because dudes are straight up gay. Like, we do the gayest shit out in the open, and then we're worried, like, homophobic dudes are worried about what gay dudes who want to be in the open do. Right. Like, straight dudes go to fucking strip clubs and be hard as shit next to another dude. Yeah, I used to have a bit about watching porn with a room full of people. You know what I'm that's saying? something that happens. Like someone like pops in a like you're at a party and people just start like yeah. watching porn. It's like, what is this? this is fucking weird. Oh, I can't do that gay shit. Dog, you do gay shit all the time. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Like you're at a fucking strip club getting a, a fucking a boner next to your friend eating chicken tenders. I've never right. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. That happens to yeah, gay I've- men who love each other at a restaurant when they're holding hands. Like, dog, you're doing gay shit. Especially if the dipping sauce is good. <laughs> I got a, it, it's crazy sauce. as shit. Like, dudes, oh, I, I'll be watching that gay shit. Dude, if you watch gangbangs, you watch gay shit. Right. It'd be a hundred dudes well, there's a line and one that doesn't vagina. Get no, stop. There's a hundred dudes in one vagina. You're looking at more than one dick. And you're like, okay, I can do this. <laughs> Stop. So is that the line more than one? You know what I mean? Stop. Yeah. If you get more than one in there, come on, dude. Chill. (laughs) 
I'm not, I'm not gay, scale. though. Hashtag Kinsey scale. Yeah, that Mr. Smith's was across the street from Wiseacres, our normal Wednesday routine. Do the open mic and then go to Mr. Smith's and hang out until 2 a.m. And then we started going to Silver Diner first, eating, and then going to Mr. Smith's afterwards. Some oh, comics you know would go straight I also to Smith's. Know I would fuck you up too back then because I was drinking Wiseacre. a lot back then too. I could drink like a motherfucker. Really? Yes. Yes, dog. <laughs> and I, yes. And I've I get, never, I've never seen you drink. And I get, you remember when we talk with Tim too, I don't drink no more. It's just drinking wasn't the shit for me. It, it yeah. turned, I wasn't a fucking like, like a angry drunk or anything. I actually is a very, I'm a very happy drunk. But uh, did you ever go to Mr. Smith's and Tyson's? I probably did. Like, oh, I got fucked up all over Tyson's stuff. Okay. I took a shit in somebody's car once. What? Hold on. <laughs> I got drunk and took of a the shit. Alcohol? Yeah, because it was a convertible with the fucking uh, a no, strangers convertible. It was a car. <laughs> it was a car. It was like a, a, a Toyota Solara yeah, sitting there. And it just, you left. And I, me and my friends, I took a shit. My friends were like, yeah. Like, I used to do that kind of shit. Wait, so you were just walking through a parking lot, drunk, and there was a convertible there. Unmanned, just someone parked their convertible. This is at night. And I took a shit in it. I'm not proud of these things, but those are the guys. Watch, (laughs) watch this, guys. I got drunk. Like, I know guys do gay shit. I got me and my friends got drunk and then ran down Las Vegas Boulevard naked and dove into a fucking mud puddle what the fuck on the strip or down <laughs> on the, the street from on the, the yeah we we uh we were having a party or a house or some shit it was fuzzy but yeah there was a video of it <laughs> where's that video like, right I don't, it's on somebody's like listen i told you i'm gonna get famous enough that it's this kind of shit that's gonna come back and take it from me i just know <laughs> someone had to clean your shit out of their car I mean, anyway, they got in their car, started I'm driving. Like, what's that person. <laughs> what is that? What the fuck is that? What is that? Oh. They're getting, they're, they can't. They're like, well, the top is down. What? I don't. Why? Why am I still smelling this? And then they turn. Did you? Did you shit in the back seat? No, I just was like seat. right over the top. It wasn't. Oh, like, like in the over. The, like it was you. You squatted over the top of the like the you, driver's side, or no? You know how. No, I sat like with my feet on the hood. Okay. Right. And I just kind of bent my ass over and I just over the windshield. No. Yeah. Over, you know, and then you know how the little sunroof is open. Yeah. 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 Oh, the sunroof was open. Yeah. Or the, the, the top was down. The sunroof no, was open. Sunroof was open. You shit into somebody's. So all over the center console. I mean, they, well, they get like in the car. Three, dude. It wasn't. I, that's I, that's like four years too old for that. They get in the car. They put their seatbelt on. They latch it, and then I think they I hand was drinking something. for three days. <laughs> and was this in Virginia or Las Vegas? It was in Virginia. <laughs> you shit through somebody's sunroof. That's horrific. It is, dog. It is. It is. That's. I know. Like I said, I've done some. Sh- <laughs> They probably took that car to like 10 different detailers who all refused. <laughs> refused the business. I was an That's angry terrible. dude who did stupid shit when I was younger. 
Right. And I then had a big all heart. your military buddies were cheering you on. Yeah. Cause it's just a bunch of fucking dickheads doing being dickheads. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? I, I wouldn't have got along with you. You wouldn't now. have. Like I said, dog, a lot of people wouldn't have liked me. I must, I would, you know what? I would have, if I would have did comedy, then I'm, I would have been a Rogan. I would have been part of the bros. You would have been like, uh, yeah, you would have been a bro for sure. I'm super bro. You'd have been like a bro. And you know what? Oh, I'm, I'm picturing it now. You would have shown up at Wise Acres with all your other fucking bro friends. I was a thug, and they bro. All laugh at your, laugh at your bro jokes. And when everyone else is on stage, they're talking, they're yelling shit out. We're like in the back going, why the fuck? Why are his friends yelling? His, they're, they're, they're here to see a comic who's their friend. Like, how can we can't like, respect the, the rest of us? Shut the fuck up, pussy. I could get, can't respect the rest of us back here. This bullshit, man. This is yeah, you would have did some fuck stupid shit. Like, do you mind if I talk to you for a moment? And, and I, I would have done that. You would have just gotten banned. <laughs> you would have gotten banned. You would have snitched like a bitch. No, the the guy who ran the club was there. He would have loved put me. Up with that. I bet you he would have loved nah, me. Not, not Come at on, all. man. Come not on. All. The bro no, people we shown bro up. lifestyle. People we would have shown up one day, and you would have been smearing your shit all over the doorknobs. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been the move. Oh, God. Banned from the hotel. And this is and why I like, that guy was. Ass. I mean, he had it. He was kind of funny. Like, he fucked up his chance, man. It's fucked up. He's never going to be a good comic now. <laughs> That's what we would have been saying. And for the record, I wouldn't whoop my dad's ass now. I'm a reformed person. 20 years ago, probably. You wouldn't? No. Nah, I mean, I'm, you would get to a certain point and, and then. But I knew, like I said, man, to kind of wrap this shit up, it was. I knew it was getting there. Like, we were going to have out, out. And I don't, I never wanted to do, I don't want, I wouldn't want to disrespect this man to his face. You know what I mean? Anytime I told him some rough right. shit, it's just because I had to tell him some rough shit. You know what I mean? Like I got the, I got my respect for him and for what he's done for me and things like that. But to keep it a buck, like me and my dad never were the dudes that threw a ball together. You know what I mean? Like this right. just worked his ass off when he, you know what I mean? He, he did, but he had his, struggles he tried to give what best that he had but and he was dealing with a lot of his shit you know what i mean right and it was like i said the old patriarch i put the bread i put food on the table so but i mean you guys never had like i mean because sometimes when people are close in age i think this happens more with like mothers and daughters when they're like we're like sisters like did you guys have more like a brother like no dog at each other's throats, brothers. When I was seventeen years old, like that was my dad. Yeah. I hated my dad. You know yeah. what I mean? I have a brother. Right. I never had that type of love. That you know what I mean? Me and my brother, like me and my brother, are tight as shit. We took ass whoopings together. Right. You know what I mean? Sometimes he took an ass whooping from me. You know what I mean? For Your me, brother did. Yeah. Sometimes we fucked each other up, but for the most part, like me and my brother, we just we got my dad's wrath on a lot of shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, you get all this shit in your dad's sunroof. <laughs> That's probably why. I bet you it was a car that looked like my dad's, too, now that I think about it. <laughs> and I was subconsciously. I mean, you could, if you really wanted to. I mean, the old, you, you can access the old Dominic for short, short bursts of time. You could drive all the way to New Jersey, <laughs> show up at his car. 
shit in a sunroof and then just drive back. And he'll never know. You won't even hear about it. You won't even hear. 15 years later, he'll, you'll somehow hear like, he brought up sometimes some guy shit in my car once, man. That's fucked up. And you're going to be biting your tongue. I think the listeners are going to think less of me now that they heard that I took a shit in a car before. I mean, how new was the car, though? <laughs> it could nice have been it? crazy new. I mean, this is. It had to be something that when I stepped on it with my big ass, that it didn't set off the alarm. So it wasn't like a nice car. Okay. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, who, who leaves their sunroof open, though? They kind of deserve Probably a hardworking individual, and I ruined his morning. And for that, I apologize, <laughs> sir, from the bottom of my heart. Because if someone would have done that to me, I would be heartbroken. And I also would have shot them. He's walking through that strip mall. <laughs> Let me go bench 350 pounds real quick. Hold on. I'm going to go shit in that car. Hey, is that girl working at Night Dreams tonight? You walk over. Fucker. He <laughs> just walk around this whole. We go get drunk next door. I'm walking around Smith. this whole strip mall like I'm like it's fucking Grant San Andreas. I'm just doing. Hey, let's go vandalize the- TJ Maxx real quick. Hey, come with me, guys. I'm just doing whatever the fuck I want. Fuck I'm this just, place. Just fuck this place. I'm pulling people out of their the quarter cars. and put a five dollar price tag on it. People are gonna buy my shit. TJ Maxx, right, guys? High five. Hilarious. <laughs> Air Force, man. Those Air Force guys, that's the problem. They're the worst. <sighs> Who are Anger, the worst man. bros? Marines? Marines are the worst bros. Marines right? are the worst bros. Yeah. They're also very scary. Well, that's they they they, they need to be scary. Yeah. They, they openly join. have trauma. Like you could just tell. You, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like Air Force dudes, like we got we go privately to go get fucking therapy and shit or we just yeah. suffer in silence you'll never know until we shoot the right. entire place up you know what i mean but right no marine that's a whole thing i love them though <laughs> they real as fuck i've never seen an air force guy running it's down the Las puppies, man. marines are all the puppies in the sarah mclaughlin video <laughs> right they all got the and- same eyes they got they all got the same background story right and air force is more like the dodo videos where it's like you at least see the redemption at the end you see the oh, dido? dog with fur did you say dodo? No, the dodo you ever seen those dodo videos people share on like twitter the dodo is a youtube channel oh no 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 it's all these it's all these stories like this dog was emaciated and they show like this stray dog being rescued and he's like shivering and all you just see are bones and shit but then by the end of the video, you see the dog has gotten medical treatment and his hair is growing back and he's happy. Like you see the Sarah McLaughlin videos, you never see the the finished product. You know what I mean? Yeah, those dogs look like when you used to see the faces in Vietnam and they have like the helmet on and it's like one strap hanging down and their face is all dirty. And they were like, yeah, they were just in Hunan. They lost 17 men. <laughs> You're just like, fuck, that dog has PTSD. Yeah, it happens. Dog will shit in your car. PTSD ain't no joke, man. I'm still dealing with that shit, man. Like fucking trauma from my childhood and shit. And that's why, like I said, with the shit with my dad, it just, it came to a head because it was also one of these things like, listen, old man, we got a lot of shit going on with us. Enough's enough. We can talk about it. We can address it and we can move on. But you can continue to operate the way that you are and think that I can accept it. Right. 
You know what I'm saying? And and it just it started coming towards that. And when it did, it did. And two years later, I haven't talked to him. And it's probably going to be a very long time. You know what I mean? And well, it's unfortunate. Had you kept that had you kept that communication open to the last two years would have likely been worse. Yeah. And it you would know? like and that's what it, and that's just coming to that thing of take care of the situation in the beginning, because you're going to have to take care of it regardless. So why right. not just that's why I said it's, it's not a grudge. I would have had right. a grudge if I would have waited. Right. You know what I mean? If I would have waited and just allowed it to have become something that was you can't come back from. I would have had a grudge. But I don't right. have a grudge. You know what I mean? It was just I had to just have a stance and say, listen, man, this is just the way that I rock. It's the way my family rocks. And if you can't fuck with that, like if you can't even do the we'll teach you. Right. So that's why the that's the other thing, too, like. In this shit of of. Of being of learning and understanding the issues and just building a, a home where people, my, my son can feel free and feel safe and, you know what I mean? And talk right. and expand, you know what I'm saying? To allow anyone to come into that bubble, to ruin that for us, to ruin that for me. Cause I enjoy talking to this motherfucker. My son, Chris is dope as fuck. Right. He's smart as shit. We have real ass talk sometimes. We don't talk all the fucking time, but that's my dude. And your relationship ain't it, dog. You fucked up. You put all your chips in, and you you bet wrong, homie. Well, and the the issue ongoing is that he's not, even though he probably knows that, he's not going to admit that. And change, you know, if you listen to his podcast right now, it would just be like, <laughs> Jesus is Lord and Jesus teaches us that I listen God to Jesus, created, but I will fuck my son up. God created a man and a woman. And this, that's all that exists. God shall said you shall not kill, but he did not say you cannot fuck your son up. <laughs> the mind of Dom's father. <laughs> A new podcast. It's on my Patreon. <laughs> what if that was a Patreon? Since my dad had a podcast where he just talked shit about me about you gonna fuck me up. <laughs> just and then now the Patreon is you listening to that. <laughs> it's a video of you listening to your dad's podcast. Getting angrier and angrier, breaking equipment all over the place. <laughs> Hey guys, this week's podcast is going to be a little bit late because Dom broke the recorder again. Hey, we'll be back though next week. It's a good one. You'll see why he broke it. You'll see. You'll hear. Just be an episode of me shitting in my dad's Honda Pilot. <laughs> Climbing up on top of his fucking Honda Pilot. Those are, those are tall. It'd be hard to get up there. Oh, shit. Yeah, man. It's no grudge, man. And and I had to take a break to really like the shit just kind of been hitting me. And I think yeah. yesterday was the first time me and you talked for a long time. Like we even we haven't even been 
Like Chad, we've we been super... phone tag for like uh, almost week. like two weeks. Yeah, a week plus for sure. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because it's just going on. You know what I mean? My son graduates. He leaves. I'm thinking about a lot of shit in my life and what I want to do and what's important to me. But I do know, man, my energy is that is the utmost importance, man. When I'm a peaceful person, the people around me are happy, man. And I can do right. the best that I can for them. You know what I mean? But if I ain't happy, you know what I'm saying? And and, and I'm not talking it's, about selfishness. Or we, uh, Yes, I am talking about selfishness. Fuck that. You have to be somewhat selfish. You know what I mean? Because I just I know life has its struggles. I know it ain't all going to be rosy, but inviting bullshit into your life. I don't care if it's your mom, your grandma, your brother, family members. I'm addressing the most because they can be the biggest drains and they can take advantage of you and disrespect those boundaries. You know what I mean? And once you start letting motherfuckers cross boundaries, dog, the only time they're ever, they're they're going to stop is probably going to be something drastic. Because they rely on, hey, we're family. And they use that to, to their advantage. Which is fucked up, but that's what they do. You know? With my brothers and my sisters, man, this is the thing, man. Like, if we got to come together, we form like Voltron. But I don't be in your life. Because I don't live your day-to-day. I don't know your struggles. No matter how close we are, you still going to have your own personal private shit that you're going to want to keep to yourself. So I'm never going to come into your place and fuck it. And also stop with the fucking talking about safe place. Everybody wants a safe place, dog. They're cool. They're fucking dope to be in. Yeah. You know how people are like, oh, fucking safe spaces and want to put it in quotation marks and shit like it's a bad thing. It's not a fucking bad thing, dog. Right. You know what I'm saying? Snowflakes. You snowflakes with your safe spaces. Yeah, I want a safe space, dog. I want a place that I come to and I know that the people around me understand what I'm going through. I can fucking work on myself and I'm happy. I don't want to be walking around to bullshit places. I I got my space. Respect it. You know what I'm saying? You got your little closet. (laughs) I'll tell you to say, my brothers and sisters, like I said, y'all got your lives. I respect it. Right. You know what I mean? I wouldn't, if I don't agree with something, I'll tell you like, yo, I don't rock with that and I can't fucking do that or whatever the case may be, but we're going to talk about it. You know what I mean? Like when this shit all happened, like, you know, me and you talk about life and some real bullshit and on some real shit. I got the I got my my uncanny X-Men ability is I get to see bullshit coming from a mile away. Right. You know what I mean? I don't always follow my own advice or what I say. <laughs> but when I call this shit, I call it from way out. Because the way I live my life, I see the angles. I'm a survivor. Right. And I told my my brother and sister when this shit went down, like, this is bad. And this is bad because of this. And here's why. And I spelled it out. And damn sure did it not go point by point by point exactly the way that I fucking said it was going to be. Right. 
Well, I mean, you know, your dad was talking shit about you a couple months ago, right? Yeah, man. <laughs> so he's still not ready to self-reflect. And it's not like talking shit like they, but it's it's this. It's a way to go about it that it's a drain from you. It's meant to take from you. Yeah. They don't want to see it as hurt, but that's what it is. It's meant to hurt right. you in a way, to damage you in a way that you can be more malleable to them. Because you're, I, you know what I'm saying? Is that the right word? That makes sense. You know what I'm saying? And I just had to stop. I was like, yo, I don't accept this shit. I'm happy. Sever all ties. I'm 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 a big proponent of that. <laughs> but I can't sever be, all ties. I know what you're saying. We I start. Know. I mean, this this podcast started with I'm not gonna fuck with somebody's comics <laughs> anymore. <laughs> like you know, like it's that's just the way it goes. People hesitate to sever ties, but once you do it, and you realize it wasn't that bad. In fact, things a lot of things are better because of it. It's and not, that's it, the it's crazy not shit. That bad. That's the crazy shit that I learned. You know what I mean? It hurts from time to time. Shit will pop up. I haven't seen my mom because of it in that same time right. frame because she's teen Jesus Christ superstar. She's pot committed right. as well. I understand it, dog. I'm not a fucking idiot. She has to be with me. This is my dad. You know what I mean? Been with her forever. And yeah. You know what I mean? But I also let her know. Like for the first time in my life, I told the people closest to me my truth. And what really goes on with me and what makes me and what makes me tick and what I can't accept. And I'm right. dope if you, un, you're like, yo, I can't fuck with that, Dom. My, my brother has talked to me. He wants us to talk again and shit. Like, he's that dude in the family. Every family's got that dude. My brother's that, that dude. Girl. My dad's, yeah. My brother's got the heart of gold, man. My brother's that dude. Right. And I've told him more than once, like, the other day, it was my dad's birthday. He was like, you called him. And I was like, for what? <laughs> I haven't talked to this dude in two years. Yeah, what would happen? If he called you, would you would you pick up the phone? Yes. If his name came up on the caller ID? Yes. Or would you, would you, you wouldn't send it to voicemail? No. No, I would. Would you pick it up like what? Like that? Or would you be like, would you say hello? I'll be like, hey. What you want? <laughs> I'm a little busy right now. What's going on? Everything good? Yeah. <laughs> I talked to like my dad because my dad always, you know, it's funny, too, because I think I told you this shit. Like my dad always starts a conversation with like giving telling you to do something. And yeah. then and he has that he works angles and then he follows it up. With something that you can't say no to. And then he starts his conversation. You know what I mean? What is that about? Some kind of power play? I don't know, man. Like, because he's always he. Where I get all my like, I should have like a million ideas and shit. You know how I am when me and you talk. Yeah, yeah. Like I get that from my dad, right? But my my dad is like fifteen years behind in technology, so he always like like his new idea. I already know about. You know right. what I mean? Like, he'd be like, listen. And you'd be like, what? He'd be like, you like movies, right? And who the fuck can't? 
<laughs> who don't like movies. Right. And then I'd be like, yeah. And then he tried to get me in onto this uh, fucking, we could buy portable DVD players <laughs> and rent them out on the boardwalk. And this is how many years ago was this? When portable DVD players were, no one was using them. They've been out for like 10 years. <laughs> Everyone's got a PlayStation portable at that point. Yeah. He don't even call it a portable DVD player. Like he has to say the fucking model number and everything. Well, let me introduce you to the Panasonic's XJ3000. Like that, that's a fucking, <laughs> that's a portable DVD player. Everybody got, they, they're literally now. You got the one that's like the big box and shit. Right. Looks like a transformer. Has its own screen. You just you just flip open the screen and just watch. Yeah, guys, a fucking watch a DVD. You hook it up to a fucking car battery. It's like one of them big ass, the first portable <laughs> DVD player that he found. It's like six hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Even the DVD, the demo DVDs are old. It's it's like Uncle Buck or something. Like he's just check out the cinematography on. The, you can look at this high resolution. Well, let me. The Panasonic XJ3000. Now in 480i. (laughs) (laughs) It's all progressive scan and shit. Now with a pause button. It's got got a remote control that has a cord attached to it. (laughs) You can sit four and a half feet away and still control it. Now, anyway, what was I saying about Jesus? <laughs> then he shows you his fucking Jesus Christ Superstar PowerPoint presentation or a little movie thing he made on fucking Windows Movie Maker. Yeah. Oh, that was the other thing. He moved from uh, fucking <laughs> portable DVD players and then it was uh, netbooks. Like, remember the little fucking... Yeah, I remember netbooks. So, like, the yeah, little yeah, computers, yeah. he had a whole fucking shit about it and shit. Like, nobody he bought the whole books. thing. Like, I made... He made a fucking, like, a... <laughs> he made some movies about, like, my son and shit. And made it, like, in Windows Movie Maker. And he thought it was Steven Spielberg, man. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. So, your son is, like, a little kid at that point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like your son running around. But it, like, spins in the frame with a newspaper headline. <laughs> extra, extra. Little Dom plays Little League. <laughs> it's just, just him swinging a bat at a T. He spells it like Little Dom's movie. And it has like <laughs> a press, like a press start. Little Witch, I'm caught. Yeah, he has man. Opening, opening credits scrolling up the screen. <laughs> Listen, man, I got love for the dude because the dude's a survivor. You know what I mean? And I understand like what makes him tick. And why he's he'll, oh, a certain way for certain things. But like I said, just because you damage don't mean you can continue to damage people. You right. can fix your shit. Especially when you're in your mid-50s. Like, yeah. Come on. Stop. Yeah. Your belief system is your belief system. Well, his belief system is about 15 years behind. <laughs> so you got to think about that, too. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, transition, what does that mean? He catches up with the first iPad. I was on the internet. Look, I found. Let. What do you you like looking at the internet with like a little TV in your hand? Smartphone. He pulls out a Palm Pilot. He's got one of those Treos. 
with a stylus. I got a smartphone right here. I was on my iPad one. <laughs> I, I was looking. <laughs> you know, you can look up words when you're reading them. You just press down. And then it says dictionary. <laughs> he would, he was, wouldn't have an iPad. I He'd started have like the Emerson pad from Walmart. <laughs> He'd have the what was the the, the one that fucking uh, Blackberry sold? Um, what did the Blackberry have? They had a tablet. Yeah, right? it was like the, a tablet. Well, there was a Treo. There was a Palm Pilot. I don't know. It'd be like a Kindle, but it wouldn't be a Kindle. It'd be like a Kringle. It'd be like some <laughs> off-brand fucking... <laughs> Same Kindle. shit. Got, I got it at TJ Maxx. I stepped over some shit to get to it. Nobody wanted to go back there. It was marked down on clearance. You know they'd be selling computers at TJ Maxx. Little ones. And then we can rent them at the boardwalk. Look, it's got Android 1.3 on it. <laughs> it has Android on it. It doesn't have even have a fucking c- uh, number system yet. It's just <laughs> Android. Android. The original. <laughs> the one and only. I should probably wrap up. Late, you can't wrap up life, motherfucker. <laughs> so, you keep podcasting forever? Nah, nah, man. So, that's where we're at, people. That's why uh, we don't got no live pod. Figuring some shit out, we'll be coming with that soon. This is the first one back. I appreciate y'all reaching out. Um, during that time, uh, matter of fact, I think I might have some motherfucking feedback. It's been a while. Let me. I think I made a folder on my shit. They say emails, tweets, and things. Oh, you know what? Let me see. Oh no, I gotta get better at this shit. I thought oh, I was having a- having things ready to go. Yeah, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you always starting this shit. I'm never gonna leave my sunroof open. <laughs> I will shit in your sunroof. I swear to God, I will take my back out and take a shit in your out back. And that's not even a, a, an idle threat. You've done it before, <laughs> at least once. Once that we know about so far. There's probably other instances. Maybe you were too drunk to remember. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, I got an email. It's a long one. I'm not going to read the whole fucking shit. Actually, fuck, I forgot. The homie says some shit in here, too, that kind of spurs some shit. Anyways, email I got was from the homie Richard Jones. He said, hey, man, uh, I also listened to back to uh, all at 34 episodes, so I'm up to dates. Number one, I appreciate that. I'm going to take a pause here, man. I'll be looking at the motherfucking statistics. And it's dope as fuck that y'all been listening to a lot of the other older shit. um, That like it weirds me out because the pod's taking such a fucking drastic kind of turn from the first one till now. But y'all been catching up on the pods and shit, man, and I really fucking appreciate that shit. But anyways, he says, uh, so uh, if you got a download spike from Montreal, Canada, bitch, we got people living, listening to our shit in Montreal, (laughs) home of the Expos, and that's in the Alouettes 
and the Canadians. Um, oh, yeah, the CFL. Is that the, their team? The I Alouettes? think they're called the Alouettes, right? Yeah. It's home of the comedy festival. I used to love playing NHL on Sega Genesis. I had to tell you this. I had to, uh, I had to admit that there was one game that I loved and was NHL on Sega NHL Genesis. 94. The one that you can make people's heads bleed. Was one I think of the my blood favorite. came in on 95, but it was the same game otherwise. We were playing with the motherfucking Canadians, and they had Russ Courtney on their team. I used to fuck people up. I the think Winnipeg. I used to play with the Canadians. Yeah, they were dope as fuck. Teams. Yeah. Anyways, so back to this thing. So thank you from Montreal, Canadian. Um, He said, uh, <clears throat> I don't have kids yet, but I can't help but think uh, how crucial it is to have a supportive pop when, as a kid, you're transitioning into your true self. Um I see Zaya Wade getting uh, parental support by Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union, and that shit warms my heart. I'm a 35-year-old black man, so I know how homosexuality has been the bane of our existence forever. I posted a fucking joke about that today. I was like, if you're in a barbershop and you hear somebody say homosexual, they're, they're homophobic as fuck, but they're probably homosexual as well. What if like, it's followed by the word agenda? <laughs> it's the same thing. Sir, I see your agenda. Don't be using scientific terminology. The Listen. homosexual agenda. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I see through it. But he said, uh, he said, yeah, I'm a 35-year-old black man, so I know how homosexuality has been the bane of our existence forever. My cousin came out to me years back, and I told him, bruh, I love you. But nothing's ever going to and nothing's ever going to change that. So when you shared the story of your child, I was holding my chest like shit. I definitely was touched and I was proud that somebody from my community could be so honest and grow to rise to the occasion like you did. So props to you, bro. So I really appreciate that shit, man. Also, that was gay. No, I'm just kidding. Agenda. Agenda. Gay. Agenda. Yeah, man. I think that's why. Uh. I wanted to talk to you like shit too. And I didn't want to pod for a little bit. Cause I just, I didn't want to be funny. You well, know what I mean? I like, never stopped you before. <laughs> Come on. You walk right into this. This is why I would have fucked you up. This is exactly <laughs> so, how, how you would have got not, fucked yeah, up. Cause I would have been trying game. to be like, you would have welcomed me in and I was thought you were cool. And then you would have done that shit in front of your friends. And I but that's how you know you're cool among you. comics is when they start like you start going back and forth with them. That's how it's cool. You don't you don't do that with comics you hate. You don't I start fucking f- hate you now. See, I'm going to shit in your car. You probably will. And then drive probably while the it's moving. Dreams. You'll probably hop on my car while you're I'm driving one day. The night dreams for old and she's going to land on my car like Spider-Man <laughs> and just shit in my car and then jump off again at the next stoplight <laughs> oh my anyways it was good talking to you doc yeah it's good what are we doing this uh next week or what's the next one we're gonna keep doing it for a little bit because uh i got okay. a lot of shit going on and we're gonna probably have to take a break again and shit so um, right life life things but the next Pandemic thing that we're gonna do i bring y'all in because y'all like family so the next episode episode number 36 correct Yes, because this will be episode 35, I believe. Uh, Episode 36 or whatever the fuck is, the next episode will be a live episode. So make sure you get to me on the email. This is what I'm going to do because I'll be fucking this email up. 
I'm going to send an email out. I'm going to give y'all the shout out that I sent the email. If you didn't get an email by Monday, hit me back up. Say, yo, Dom, add me to the email. I swear to God, I'll add you to the email address because I'm also going to send it to Andy as a backup so that we're both sending it out. And or at least he knows. You know what the fuck I'm talking about. Okay. But anyways, so we can get you on there. The live chat is going to be the only way you get into the live chat, basically. I'm the not going to chat. The Zoom chat. So no more Facebook Live uh, for a little bit. No more like pushing it to uh, Twitter. We'll probably do it eventually for some things. But uh, for this one, I want to bring y'all in for the next couple of episodes. I want to hear what y'all got to say about what we talked about today. Um, I'm probably going to be talking about some other shit like this, man, and some things going on in life. And if you got some shit going on in life, man, the world's opening back up. And it's going to be hard for us to adjust going back in. I know I can't be the only one feeling this way. And uh, yeah. I'd like to hear from y'all. It's uh, I'll get my second shot soon. There you go. We'd be fully two, vaccinated. Weeks after that, it'll be like, okay, I'm fully vaccinated. Now what? Now you I know? can come by and we can pod and I can take a shit in your car. Well, not, I can't come by now. Anyway. <laughs> it's too late. So stay, stay up. Andy's going to get the second shot. Then we'll be two super soldiers. And then maybe hopefully we can do a live pod together in the same place at the same motherfucking time. Ain't nothing but a gangster party. I should play us out to that, but I won't because you'd be acting like a bitch about copyright infringement. It's copyright music. You don't want to violate. All right. This is the mind of Dom. Peace.